You're listening to The Birdbath, presented by The Fountain Report. I'm your host, Ryan Leach. Welcome back to The Birdbath. Each week, we scrape the surface of the news you need to know. So let's get into it. This is a very special week, and we are honoring National Veterinary Technicians Week. It's the 30th anniversary, and to celebrate, we thought we'd highlight and kick off the show with some stories focused around all of these impressive veterinary technicians in our industry. The first story we've got for you is the Bridge Club has announced their 2024 Icon Honoree. Kara M. Burns is to be honored as the 2024 Bridge Club Industry Icon. Burns is the ninth icon and the first veterinary technician to receive the honor. The Bridge Club Industry Icon is award given to a veterinary professional who consistently demonstrates leadership, innovation, and commitment to elevating and advancing veterinary care. Throughout her career, Kara has taken on several important leadership roles, including serving as the editor-in-chief of today's veterinary nurse, the current president of the Pets Nutrition Alliance, and the past executive board member of Pride BMC. She's also committed herself to maximizing the role of veterinary technicians by serving as the past president of the Kansas Veterinary Technicians Association and the past president of the National Association of Veterinary Technicians in America. We're going to hit on some more about what they have going on as well. So from all of us at the Birdbath, congratulations, Kara. The NAVC is kicking off a special campaign to support veterinary technicians, and they're calling it Trust Your Vet Tech. NAVC has partnered up with VCA Practices to launch an international marketing campaign to raise awareness of and support for the critical life-saving role veterinary nurses and technicians play in veterinary practices and the overall healthcare of animals. It's the first of its time campaign, and they're kicking it off in conjunction with National Veterinary Technician Appreciation Week. We're hoping to see this ad campaign pushed out across the globe and into practices all around you. So if you see a technician, make sure that you find out all of the incredible things that they're empowered to do within their practice. Veterinary technicians in California are going to be able to take on even more responsibility thanks to the passing of State Bill 669. The law was passed by Governor Newsom, and it's expanded the healthcare access for dogs and cats around the state. What they said is that this progressive legislation empowers veterinary technicians to take on enhanced responsibility under the supervision of licensed veterinarian. SB 669 paves the way for vet techs to administer vaccines and provides preventative treatments for internal and external parasites to pets in need. This was brought on in California as a way to increase access to care. Now, last week, we hit on the terminology around access to care. And in this situation, it's actually the ability for people in underserved areas to be able to have physical access to seeing a care provider. Across many lower income spaces, there is an underserving of veterinarians and an underserved population, which can lead to breakouts of completely manageable illnesses when vaccines are administered. The increase of this access to care in California is something that a lot of people have been pushing for. And in different states, there's different levels of access to care and different levels of what veterinary technicians are able to do. I, for one, am happy to see California take on another innovative approach to allowing more and more people within the industry to be able to level up and work at top of license. 
the National Association of Veterinary Technicians in America put out a statement last week talking about how they see the role of technicians in practices. The board of directors at the National Association of Veterinary Technicians in America took a firm stand in reiterating what they said earlier this year. What they wanted to make sure that everyone in the industry knows is that NAFTA will continue to focus its time, energy, money, and human resources on the top priorities of improving veterinary technician utilization and wages. They want to make sure that they can define a uniform scope of practice for all credentialed veterinary technicians and protect the veterinary technician title. There was recently a launch of a website developed by the Coalition of the Veterinary Professional Association, and it brought on with it a lot of conversation around licensing, a mid-level tier within veterinary medicine, and all of the things that we've been talking about over and over across the show. Now, NAFTA, the AVMA, and lots of parties have different views on this, but what President Jamie Rauscher, licensed veterinary technician of NAFTA, said was that there are higher priorities and bigger issues that need to be fixed first in the veterinary technician world. We need to ensure every practice knows how to and actually utilizes their veterinary technicians to the highest degrees possible. We need to increase the average wage of a credentialed veterinary technician to an actual livable wage. We need to harmonize the scope of practices of all credentialed veterinary technicians, and we need to protect the title of veterinary technician so that uncredentialed individuals are not allowed to use that title. Those are the things that are most important to the profession. Those are the areas where NAFTA is putting its resources. This was a pretty firm thing, and it was something that rallied a lot of support. Uh, one former board member and a, also a board member on the California Registered Veterinary Technicians Association, Stephen Nino Sital, voiced his support on LinkedIn saying that, I have struggled supporting NAFTA over the last few years in previous leadership, which in my opinion used the association as a conduit for their own agenda. I don't feel this way anymore and appreciate the association's leadership for doing what I've always wanted my professional association to do. The association plans to attend and participate in meetings with the coalition, but wants to stress that their attendance should not be taken as agreement. As these meetings continue, we'll be sure to update you right here on the birdbath. In funding news, Dutch just secured $18 million in their Series B investment with Forerunner Ventures. This is the third investment by Forerunner Ventures, bringing the total funding for the telemedicine startup to $43 million. It's a timely investment after the passing of Assembly Bill 1399 in California and the expectation that many more will come across the country. This isn't uncharted territory, though, for the founder of Dutch. Joe Spector was the co-founder of HIMS and their companion line, HERS, which started in the prescription space but began to found growth in their business through human telehealth services. They bundled those with their prescriptions and began to grow across the entire market. HIMS then went public via a SPAC in 2021, but unfortunately have continued to see dropping stock prices since that merger. We've covered lots of stories about telemedicine companies raising a ton of money over the past few months, with groups like Auto rebranding from Televet, the team at AirVet, as well as the collapse of Fuzzy. I know that Dutch has a really strong footprint, and I'm a very big fan of their medical director, Dr. Brian Evans. I'll look forward to see what Dutch brings with this additional funding. I know that they're anticipating it to be an additional part of their burn rate, but it will be neat to see if they expand access to additional states 
and what are the limitations to keep them from continuing to grow. Another very large acquisition is that EQT Partners, the Swedish private equity firm, has agreed to buy VET Partners for approximately $1.4 billion from NVA. NVA just purchased VET Partners at the beginning of 2020 and has already divested Australian and New Zealand Consolidator. This doesn't surprise a lot of people as we're looking to NVA to potentially divest some of their more disparate ownership as they look to go public. EQT's deal was unusual in how quickly this happened. People familiar with the transaction said that the investment bankers gave prospective bidders less than a month to make offers and that its parent company, NVA, was pushing hard to make sure that it could strengthen its balance sheets ahead of a potential initial public offering. Now, EQT has definitely been growing their footprint in Australia, and just for scale, in 2020, they had three individuals in the country, and now they've grown that team to over 50 and have spent over $8 billion in the Australian marketplace. Vet Partners is not going to be alone in EQT's portfolio, as EQT is also the parent company of IVC Evidencia. So if we look at the growth and the breadth of this Swedish private equity firm, they now are one of, if not the largest owner of veterinary practices in the English-speaking world. They have one of the top two consolidation groups in all of Europe, Australia, New Zealand, as well as in Canada. It would not surprise me to very soon see EQT make more investments into the United States market with either acquisitions of smaller consolidators or perhaps a larger single acquisition of one of the larger players that perhaps is looking to go public in the future. Another company making waves is Chewy with their PetMD symptom checker. The new PetMD symptom checker is a opportunity for pet owners to be able to go through over 50 different symptoms and combination of symptoms in order to try and do what I guess Dr. Google has been doing for many, many years. The symptom checker is designed to be, in Chewy's own words, a little bit different because it is written and peer-reviewed by a team of veterinarians. Now, I took it for a bit of a spin and found it to be in line with what we found with many other symptom checkers and not something that is overly actionable, but the benefit of what I did find in many of the symptoms that I tried and, and tested was that at the end of most symptoms, it does highly recommend seeing a vet within a short period of time. Now, Chewy is targeting people to be able to go to their website and on each one of the symptoms pages, you'll have a very quick and easy way to be able to engage with their vet team for telemedicine calls. This is just another inventory line that Chewy is going to be able to do to be able to increase their footprint in the veterinary space. I think hopefully it could be a little bit better than what we're seeing with Dr. Google, but it does seem a little bit dated with the expectations of what AI and generative AI can find by utilizing more resources than just one symptom checking tool. If you've experienced this or if you've found another tool that you actually recommend, let us know. We're always looking forward to finding new things that we can report on for you all. In an uplifting and positive story, Indivets has hired Dave Shuey as their first veterinarian social worker. Dave comes to the company after having worked with them for quite a bit 
And he's a unique in the sense that he's a licensed master social worker, author, pianist, and equestrian. He's working with Indie Vets to create and provide wellness education and support to the many relief veterinarians that work for the company. This is kind of cool to be able to see someone from the mental health space and the social work space come in as a full-time associate and employee to be able to participate with what relief doctors are seeing. We've talked about burnout. We've talked about the things that can be difficult for teams across the industry. And to see a company like IndieVet step up to bring someone on to provide support and resources for their team is wonderful. If there's someone that you know that we need to make sure that we're highlighting on the show, make sure to reach out, send us a note, and let us know what we can do to get the word out. We'd always appreciate hearing from the listeners, and we'd love to highlight more of your stories. For these stories and more, join us by subscribing to The Fountain Report. There's a link in the bio. And don't miss out on any episodes by subscribing and rating the show. For The Birdbath, I'm Ryan Leach. See you next week.